Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Well, let's add another one to the technological breaches. This time, and I'm sure you've heard, Air Canada's mobile app. The breach affecting 20,000 people. Is the whole idea of passwords passe? Tom Keenan is with the University of Calgary, a professor there, fellow of the Canadian Global Affairs Institute, and the author of the best-selling book, Techno Creep, The Surrender of Privacy and the Capitalization of Intimacy. Tom, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Angela. I don't think you're surprised by another breach, but it really is frustrating for people who think they can trust these apps, and then it just flies in their face. Yeah, you'd think a big company like Air Canada would do much better security and much better testing, but I guess it just goes to show everybody is vulnerable. And as you suggested, maybe the day of the password is coming to an end. Well, and it's frustrating when you hear about this because some people actually put some pretty important information on this app. I mean, credit card, that's always a concern. Passports possibly as well. That's frightening. And latest data is credit cards weren't a problem and aeroplan numbers weren't a problem for some reason, but passport, okay, where you were born. And the Air Canada statement said, well, somebody couldn't use this to apply for your passport. No, maybe not, but they could maybe go on Google or Facebook and find out something about you that they can apply for a passport or use it to get a loan or something. So I thought it was, it was pretty rich that Air Canada said, in and by of itself, this is not enough to get a passport. That may be true, but it's still not good. Hmm. And they always say, well, just change your password. I'm, I'm tired of hearing that. Do I stay away from these apps or giving my information to anyone? We, we, we can't. We've moved beyond that. And uh, so what do we have to do? Well, it's what I call de facto mandatory. Uh, your flight has just been canceled. So you're standing in line with 300 other people. And why wouldn't you use the app to try to get a seat on the next flight? Are you, are you going to be willfully ignorant if you have the app? I've done it, yeah. and I've gotten a seat, and a you know, guy behind me, I'm sorry, so the plane's now full. So, you know, the reality is you have to use these things. We have to trust them. I think we are going to move beyond passwords to something entirely different. What do you see? Well, biometrics is a big part. Mm. Already in the U.S., you can open a bank account with a well-known bank, and part of your enrollment process is your face. And I noticed that uh, for the midterm elections that are coming up in the U.S., the state of West Virginia, very bold of them, is going to allow voting over smartphones. But the way it's only for military who are posted outside the state, and they have to do a video selfie of themselves to prove that it's really the person who's entitled to vote. Even so, I think, you know, it's probably... A risky idea to allow voting on smartphones because smartphones are notoriously insecure. But the point is we're moving more and more toward using our faces or password. You don't think they could figure out a way to duplicate someone's face or still get into accounts? Yeah, if it was, if it was a still image, definitely. So that's, I think, mm. why... In the, in the West Virginia case, they're forcing you to do a video. Maybe you have to, you know, uh, say the Pledge of Allegiance or something like that. I don't know the details, but, you know, the reality is that uh, uh, they think it's good enough to bet the integrity of their voting system on it, at least for those military. Until we get to that point of possibly biometrics then, what advice do you have for people who are thinking twice about maybe giving their information to an app? Yeah, you know, you have to think about the, the risk and the reward. Okay, so maybe you don't need to leave your passport up on an Air Canada app, but it does mean that you're going to have to type in your passport number every time you fly, and that can be pretty annoying. 
So, you know, you're trading something off there. I think what's Google's working on something where they say, you know, passwords, why do we need them? You carry your phone with you all the time. We know where you go. We know what apps you have on your phone. You basically have a unique signature, so maybe that's good enough. Now, of course, that begs the question, do you actually have your phone or has some bad guy stolen it? So we're never going to have a perfect system, but there are an awful lot of people who are thinking about Getting passwords better, there are, of course, password managers. I never name particular ones because it would be a jinx if I said one right now. Tomorrow they would be hacked. But you can just Google password manager, and there are some free ones, and there are some that you pay every month, and they will make really strong passwords for you. But, of course, you then have to protect your password to the password manager, and if you ever lose that, you're in trouble. Never ending. Tom, as always, thanks so much for your input on this one. Thanks, Angela. Tom Keenan, professor at the University of Calgary, fellow of the Canadian Global Affairs Institute, and the author of the best-selling book, Techno Creep.